Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, December 13th, about two weeks away from the uh, the big day, Jesus's birthday. It's going to be pretty exciting times. This is episode 63, though. It's National Violin Day. Do, mm-hmm. you, do you have anything, any stories about the violin? Maybe Adam, because he was a band guy once upon a time. Anything about a violin? Uh, not much about a violin. You don't have violins in a junior high band, so unfortunately I um, don't have much experience with them. Owen's laughing, so he has a good story. I think they're too delicate for junior high kids. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, and you have a violin story? No, no, I don't have a story. I want to know more about uh, Adam and Van, though. That was interesting. <laughs> no, that's okay. What did you play? Uh, yeah, what did you play? I played the saxophone. Well, he'd, he'd rip it. Ladies, you hear that? He's like uh, Ron Burgundy in, uh, when he goes to the bathroom with the flute. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I was swinging a miss. You can't hit all home runs. Sometimes you got to take a single. Thank I you. thought it was good. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Week 14, NFL. It's time. Well, actually, you know what? Before we talk about NFL, I mean, I think everybody knows everybody at this point, but Alex, what's up? <laughs> I'm here. What's up? Doing good. And good, good. Owen, what's up with you? Good, good. Good. Not much. Good, dude. Good. Uh, enjoying, the, enjoying the football. That's what okay. I'll say. Alex wearing a new shirt today. Your DH gate partially came in. DH gate came in one of four jerseys that took about like six months to come in, but it's here, it's here. you yeah. know dhk it's just backed up they've got a lot of product demand so you know you might can... be from like the city of calgary because we ordered like 100 jerseys so. maybe maybe <laughs> might just be a Looking like a, a Jokic brother yeah yeah you do look like a Jokic brother. yeah yeah i think i just need to sh- i'd have to shave my head and just go bald get the matt barnes neck get tattoos. a couple tats yeah. on my neck and then i'd fit in right away yeah, absolutely yeah you'd be out in miami with them uh week 14 it happened now we're now we're going to week 14 to be honest one of the sleepiest days of football I can remember until about four o'clock. And then it was like crack. The last two, the two nice afternoon games were fire at the end. But until then, it was tough. Did you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. This was one of my rare uh, weeks off where I kind of had nothing going on. Clear schedule. Clear schedule. No, uh, you know, commitments. And I was like, all right, watch football all day. And I watched most of the morning games, and they were crap. So I was like, wow, what a nice way to... Maybe you're cursed. Maybe I am cursed. Maybe. So it was tough, but it it did get better towards the end. And uh, in the morning, I got to shout out the two bad beats because Alex profited off one of them. He walked in the Ravens, and they just had an absolute garbage cover down 24 to 3. I think at the start of the fourth quarter, it was 24 to 3. It it might have been. It was it was close to three touchdowns near the start of the fourth quarter, and yeah. then all of a sudden, Browns win by two. So that's a loss for most people. Stefanski knew what he was doing the whole time. Yeah, if, if you take were... Baker out for fifteen minutes, that'll help. <laughs> it was tough, and then the other one was the Cowboys. That line settled at six and a half, and the football team missed a convert to go up or to go down by six with five minutes to go. So uh, if you lost that one, that uh, prayers up because that was a brutal beat at the time but you know what you didn't really deserve it because the football team were kind of out of that game the whole time tough yeah i mean we we uh picked that one earlier in the week so we were relaxed on the podcast here and that was an ugly pick six at the end so even if you covered that you didn't deserve it any bad beats today on 
Um, no, I think you guys talked about most of it. It was like a I, like Scott Hansen just kept saying over and over in the opening window, like none of the games are close. He just kept saying it. He found new like adjectives um, every time too. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was made up for by the by the last two games. Those were crazy. Like it was wild. And then there was like in the Bucks game, they kept getting like static, like it kept cutting in and out, and so it was like kind of like a. It was like a weird experience watching it. It, it was. was like really strange. I, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. The screen would go green to black. Did Blue. you guys have this? Uh-huh. No. My cable box kept cutting out like right when it was getting intense. I know exactly yeah. what For I was talking For the afternoon about. games? Yeah, the Bills-Bucks game. It kept cutting. All I, all I heard was him freaking out about, if you are an American viewer, we will transfer you to CBS. <laughs> if you are international, stay here. He said it like yeah. 20 times. So I was but, like, he's like, but he's like, not until... Like, if they punt, he was like, only if they punt. Yeah, it made it even Uh more complicated. I was like, what is going on? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But if they score, you're still good. (laughs) I'm like, whoa. (laughs) I do not know what you're talking about, but okay. Me and Owen, like, lived it. You guys had the experience. Wow, there you go. Uh, Before we talk about the good games, I mean, the, the Sunday night game was okay. It was all right. It was entertaining for a while. Bears kept it closer than some of us would like because we saw an opportunity here. 12 and a half point line. We even said on the last show, maybe we record after the Sunday night game. If it was out of hand in the third quarter, we were excited to start early, maybe go home a little earlier. And this might be the latest start time of the year because that game, they just kept scoring. There was so many commercials. 40 to 45, 30 was the final, right? For Green Bay. I think so, yeah. I mean, anything on this game really? Bears, they did okay. Matt Nagy said, I'm having a lot of fun at halftime so uh good for matt i guess you know have fun and as long as you have fun i guess is the moral of the story here i had fun watching this game i thought it was pretty entertaining especially from the bears like you know they were leading at uh leading at half i believe right yes they leading were at half then packers score a bunch of points loved the muffed punt loved the onside kick that almost turned into a touchdown so i thought you know the bears kind of those things went the right way for them without the flags uh could have been even closer than we thought. So um, I thought it was good. Chris Collinsworth was going crazy for Aaron Rodgers. We saw an Aaron Rodgers, someone that looked more like Aaron Rodgers than Aaron Rodgers does himself in the in the stands. That was that crazy. was really cool too. And uh, Collinsworth saying, "You might as well catch the ball." Which, I think Alex recapped the whole game right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I had to because it was so much wild stuff going on. So good, great, great game. Great game. Yeah, it was nice being in a room of only Packers supporters, but I wish someone here took the Bears just to see the reaction from the muff punt, touchdown, Bears cover, and then, oh, never mind, I ran out of bounds for fun. So that is tough if you took the Bears. I'm sorry. A lot of bad beats today. Anything on this game, Owen? Did you watch this game? So I didn't catch a lot of it, but uh the part i did see i was impressed with uh justin fields i i'm you know i've uh been an early supporter of him and i think you look good today so that made me happy let's go that's what i like to hear yeah. as long as owen's happy i'm a happy guy that's that's <laughs> yeah, what it happy. comes down to so you know that's a sunday night recap for everybody there now now we talk about the meat and potatoes buffalo at tampa bay great game goes to overtime here seemed pretty over at the half tampa bay's up 24 to 3 Buffalo didn't run the entire first half. Everybody's kind of thinking, okay, well, maybe Buffalo, you know, they're just a paper tiger. They haven't beat a team. There'll only be one team over 500. Everybody thinking, oh, it's over. But my takeaway from that second half was that Josh Allen is one tough guy because he stood in there hit after hit. He looked like he was ready to break in two at the end of the fourth quarter, and he just kept going. They almost won the game at the end of regulation, just a couple steps out of bounds there, and they almost won that game. But Here's my take. This is my preseason prediction. Was a Bills Buccaneers Super Bowl. I think 
we could see it again. That's what I'm going to say. Are you disagreeing with that? Agreeing with that? What do you think? I don't know. I just, I, I don't believe in the bills. <laughs> like I'm having a hard time still believing in them. I just, they have like, it was still a good game by them nonetheless, but they just find ways to lose games. And they, I don't think they have any like, f- like finishing ability to just close out a game towards the end. So I don't know. It's just, I'd love you. I'd love for you to be right, but I, I would I just, too. I, I have a hard time just putting my faith in them. It would be cool to see you be right, but every week the chiefs just, uh, make me hate football even more. Mm-hmm. Just watching Agreed. them become the chiefs again so i still think they're gonna get in the super bowl once again but you but you think there's a chance buffalo yeah gets I, I think that's a good take oh and you you a, are you a buffalo guy or are you th- more on the uh they need more serious wins train um i'm a buffalo skeptic at this point i think <clears throat> this game was a pretty good representation of kind of what they've been which is pretty wildly inconsistent where they some weeks they come out really strong and they have really good performances, but then they have other games where they kind of fall, fall fat, like fall flat, like against the Jaguars, like losing to the Jaguars, which is, I, you know, I still don't know how, how that even was possible. Uh, but I think they easily could have won this game. I mean, in spite of them not having any rushing attack outside of Josh Allen, uh, you know, there were some calls that didn't go their way too. Like there are a few calls that easily could have been pass interference calls. I saw at the end yeah, where it looked like, uh, um Diggs was kind of getting attacked but they didn't get called so easily could have gone their way so you know if I'm the Bills I don't I'm not too discouraged after this loss um but yeah I think they have a lot of work to do so I don't know if I think they'll be in the Super Bowl but I think they're trending upwards yeah they're definitely I mean the running game is so bad that's got to be the one thing that that would hold them back their defense was very good in the second half today like they stifled Brady pretty good and they couldn't really move the ball I know Brady eventually finished with a good stat line but I mean he's Tom Brady it is what it is but they did a good job in the second half I left this game feeling more confident about them and more or less the same about Tampa Bay I've kind of had it in my mind this whole time that they're the NFC favorite in my mind I think it's just hard, too hard for me to pick against Brady. I think at this point, I, I, I can't convince myself otherwise. I know Green Bay's looked good. They obviously look good tonight. I know Arizona's rolling in the weeds there and could upset some teams, especially if they get the home field. But And we'll know more about them after tomorrow. I just still feel like Tampa Bay's got to be the NFC favorite. But I don't know if yes. you guys agree with me there. I agree because yeah. I think they're one of the few teams that just can turn it on when when they need to you yeah know? and i think i think you kind of just saw that as well tonight like like you said buffalo played some of the best defense um they have but nonetheless it's tom brady and and just the surrounding pieces uh, you know around him can can turn it on at any time so they're still a pretty scary team you with that on yeah i agree i i think what impressed me most about them this game was their defense because i think earlier in the year they had a good run defense but they're they were struggling, not necessarily struggling, but they were they weren't as effective as getting to the quarterback as they were kind of hoping. I'm sure as as everyone was kind of expecting them to be, but they were able to generate really good pressure this week. So I think they're rounding into form, which I appreciate. And I also wanted to say, did that? Uh, I wanted to ask you guys if that touchdown uh, in overtime reminded you of any touchdown that you've seen before. Oh, it reminded me a little bit of the uh, Tebow. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, yeah. 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 I just thought it was cool because that's probably Demarius Thomas. Uh, his probably most famous uh, touchdown and it, it looked it, identical to me so i thought that was kind of cool it really too. did the way exactly yeah. the way the guy chased him down too uh, i was yeah. i'm a big Steeler fan if you're new to this podcast and i remember i watched that game as like a nine-year-old and uh i just sat there stunned for like five <laughs> not five minutes like 30 minutes after the game i just didn't move it was like my first yeah. sports heartbreak i think it kind of like addicted me to sports it was like the first one that was like wow like it can't always be this sucky it can. It can. <laughs> it can. Trust me, it can. 
So, you know, that, that is cool. I never, I didn't make the connection, but it's true. Adam, are you, uh, when we were talking NFC favorites there, you want to shout out the Cowboys because I didn't mention them or are you more of a Bucks? No, right now I'll still, uh, I'll be on the Bucks with you guys. I just feel like there's no reason for you to say they're not the favorites other than they're like questionable past defense, but it looked good today. So I feel like you have no reason not to say they're the favorites. Shermanator with a big pick today. Never thought I'd see that again. I thought it was more likely he was going to be a defensive backs coach before I saw one of those. So shout out to the Shermanator, Madden 15. Um, lastly on this, I, or unless you guys want to add something after, but I should, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention who, who's the number one guy we talk about on this show. Any, any, not, doesn't have to be an athlete, just a guy. Tony? No. Oh. Mike McCarthy? Well, maybe. I was getting to Colin Cowherd. Oh, oh right, right, right. I don't know if you guys course, saw his video this morning. Did you see it? No. Uh, before this game, Owen, Owen definitely saw it because we talked about it. Um, he said, but about six hours before the game, he releases this video. It's him walking in the mountains. Okay. And he goes, at this time last year, everybody was polar and dirt on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And what did they do? They got hot like a cracker. And I like Buffalo to win comfortably today and the rest of the regular season. And they're a Super Bowl candidate. That's what he said. He said they have, quote, knockout punch ability. So not, Haven't knocked out anyone yet. Yeah, n- only one team <laughs> over 500 they've knocked out so far. But not a bad start today. Could be a worse take, I guess. But not a great start at the same time. Win comfortably today. Mm, didn't happen. <laughs> Down three scores at halftime. That's okay. Don't worry. Colin, you'll bounce back. We got you. But, I mean, yeah. everybody take note. That's big. What a, just quickly, I got to check. They have Panthers, Patriots, Falcons, Jets. So, I mean, they could win the, la- the these last four games. Panthers you know, win. Patriots, Patriots, Patriots going to be tough. Loss. Let's give them a win. I don't think they'll lose the pit- Patriots twice. Well, well, we can I'll... save that for two weeks. Okay. From yeah, and then that's... Jets, Falcons. <laughs> like, I'd be very surprised. Two wins there. I mean, Falcons. Oh. I mean, Falcons. Yeah. So, you're picking Jets. them to go to the <laughs> Super Bowl, but you don't believe they'll, you think they'll lose to the Patriots twice? Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's, feasible I, I i'm not picking them to make the super bowl but i'm saying they still could that's what i took away from today they're not a cross off because people were saying they you I mean they could have beat the patriots Fair people enough. were crossing them off after that today sort of showed me okay you know what they can hang with a big boy team and they might have won that game in a different world so that's more or less my point on the bills anything else in this game from anybody no all right we did it other good game today exactly two good games today so we you know take your time soak it up be a sponge uh san francisco 26 cincinnati Bengals 23 both teams now seven and six i'd like to remind everybody that five weeks ago on this podcast i swore off betting kyle shanahan i said i was done with him and he was a fraud he's since won five straight so uh (laughs) that's exactly why you come here to listen to this show but that's you know what in the nfl one thing this year has taught me is it's never as bad as you think it is you know I don't think there's a, unless you're the Jags, you're never like your lows are never as low as you think. And your highs are never as high as you think. We all rode off Kansas city, but Kansas city's AFC favorite right now. We all said San Francisco was dead in the water. San Francisco just won five straight. Patriots. Patriots. Exactly. Slow start. They rolled it back. I mean, you can go down the list. So I think lesson for next year, write it down. Don't, you know, the peaks and the valleys. Let's, let's keep a, like the Panthers got to me. That you did. You were, <laughs> like the Panthers got to me. A three and zero start. Four zero, I think. Maybe three and zero. Four zero doesn't matter. No, no, four, four, four zero. They were yeah. like the first four zero team. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, they got to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought Denver could have won the AFC West when they were three and zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we just got to yeah. keep these things in mind next year. Just <laughs> remember that. But you want to talk about a game with a lot of good skill players. Mm. 
this was something. I mean, the talent on the field for the offenses in this game I thought was amazing. Kittle was probably the most notable one. Kittle was out of this world today. But Jamar Chase was great. Samuel, T. Higgins. Adam's looking at me till I say Ayuk, so I'll say Ayuk. Let's go. Joe Mixon. I mean, this was quite a game. One of the more enjoyable games this season, I would say. And Jimmy Garoppolo was dealing in this game, I will say. Great game. San Francisco, five straight wins now, as I mentioned would you would do you think it's possible they could upset one of those NFC division winners? They have been to the Super Bowl before with this quarterback and this coach. Do you would do you think it's at all possible? Uh I'm going to no. say 100% yeah. 100% possible. Uh they've done it before. There's no reason they can't upset a team. They can just take control of the clock and just grind out a win. I think Kittle is officially the best tight end in the league and it's not a debate anymore. So Adam or Owen just made the like he found out uh, he had two dads there. <laughs> What's going on? I you, mean, I think you, you forgot about Gronkowski. You said Gronkowski as of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, that's a quite a take by guy, but you know what? That's okay. But you're on the you're on the yes train. I mean, yeah, they can they definitely can upset one of those teams. Like they could beat the Rams in the playoffs. They could beat right well, now. It's not going to be the Rams. In. Okay, well, I'm talking about the division winners, the top four. <laughs> That's who they're going to have to they play. They could they could upset the cards. Wow. Oh. Okay. Well, somebody's going to be wrong because I don't think so. But I I mean I think you can make a pretty good case that they'd be the team that you don't want to play as the wild cards, especially with the Rams looking the way they are. You think you? Oh, and you said no, they can't. I mean, I suppose anything's possible, but they would not be uh, a pick I would make. Yeah, I think what today what we saw today was kind of two pretty evenly matched teams that are in similar. They're they're basically evenly matched, um, and I think they're good teams. Both the Bengals and the and the Niners are really good football teams, and they have both pretty good shots at making the playoffs. But uh, I think they're in a in a, a tier of below. They're they're a bit of a cut below a team like a Tampa Bay. Just based on the eye test, that there's, there's too much inconsistency. I, I think, even though Garoppolo had a really good game today and, and he was really effective late, um, I think he has a tendency to kind of you know miss throws in in big situations. And and you know he had good protection today, which was good. But I don't think that always is going to happen against a team with a pass rush like uh, like Tampa Bay, for example. So you're out. So yeah, I, I yeah. see the case there. I, I can get down with that. You have anything on San Francisco? Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see it happening. I don't know if I'd put money on San Francisco upsetting one of these one of these uh, division winners, but I could see it. Like Adam said, they've been to the Super Bowl before, and I just think the way their team is made, um, they've just got a lot of game breakers like Ayuk and Samuel, grind out wins, they can run the ball like crazy. And I think if you like, I know I know Jimmy Garoppolo gets a lot of hate. I think he gets more hate than he should. You know, he he hasn't been healthy for the longest time, but I think when he when he is healthy and when he's playing good i think he's he's a really really good quarterback so let's go great take i no, yeah i think i don't i honestly don't think jimmy garoppolo is as bad as everyone like they freak out but anyways with kyle shanahan if anything's possible because he can also you know coach up a nasty game plan against you and um you know if the if, if one of the division winner teams have a bad day and the 49ers can totally pounce and i just think it's can they stay hot like you said they've won five in a row there's what three four more weeks left if that, that's a while to stay hot so um uh, hopefully they don't run out of gas yeah, 
I, I can see that. And a hot tip to everybody at home, if you want to have a never-ending conversation, just put two guys in a room and say Tannehill or Garoppolo because you'll just go in circles all day long. <laughs> Trust me, it's one of the most absolutely pointless conversations out there. Um, Cincinnati. I know Owens, I'm not getting into this because I know where it goes. It ends in 10-minute conversation that nobody ever hears. That's where it goes. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati. If they won, Cincinnati would have had first place over Baltimore in the AFC North. So it did feel like kind of a missed opportunity for them today because now I believe they are, yeah, they're out of the playoff picture as of right now. Obviously, there's still four weeks left and they have a pretty good chance, but still remaining games. I wrote them down. You tell me win or loss. Ready? Broncos. Win. Big game, both seven and six. Yeah, I would say win's tough. I'll it's in loss. Denver. So I'll say loss. I think it's probably a loss too. Ravens. Loss. Win. Win. Oh, and I had to think about that one. That was a tough one. Chiefs. Loss. 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 And Browns. Win. Loss. Loss. So those are four games, like it or not, that could go either way. I'm predicting 0-4. Wow. 0-4. I mean, that would be very Bengals of them, so I could see it. But uh, I think... I, They're not losing four games. You would bet on them to make the playoffs, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, There's so many <laughs> other teams that are just vying for playoff position that I think it's it's quite a logjam in there. But, I mean, oh, yeah. they don't have an easy schedule, but you know, I think they're a good team. What do you think, on? That's a hard schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is, It is like Alex said, it's a, it's a big-time logjam there because at this point they're competing with, the, like, the Bills, probably the Chargers. Colts. The Browns and the Colts. And if I were to put money on it, I would say the Bills are probably going to make the playoffs. The Chargers are probably going to make the playoffs. So in my eyes, it's it's them, the Browns, or the Colts, and I would. Uh, hey, in my hey, opinion, Steelers, Steelers and Broncos, buddy. The Steelers. Hey, two of my two favorite teams. Hey. Yeah. So so the Colts, Raiders. the Bengals, and the Browns, and I would <laughs> say the Colts are probably the uh, my. They would be my pick of those three. I think they're playing the best football. So it's gonna be tough, but they're definitely they have an outside shot, I suppose. Yeah, a big missed opportunity today. Nonetheless, yeah. that's really the point of the conversation. All right, now we've done we're done talking about good games, so we can go to the we can mm. go to the eh, it had some moments games. Uh, Cleveland twenty four, Baltimore twenty two. Again, the bad beat is really the you know the main thing to focus on here. But the big story is the Lamar injury. Now they're saying it's a sprained ankle, which I I don't know. Like a high ankle sprain is what like four to six weeks, right? Yeah. So it, depending on how that goes tomorrow, they have the MRI. I mean, they, they do play at home against Green Bay next week, so we'll see kind of what happens there. As far as backups go, that Huntley isn't actually that bad. I think I've seen much worse quarterbacks than that guy. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, capable. I think he had almost 300 yards today. But, I mean, again, Baltimore, they really have a lot of injuries here. It just seems to me like it might be too much to overcome at this point. And in that AFC North, which is all very, very tight, it's all a game separation, I just think they've gone through a little too much right now and especially if Lamar's out, I really don't like their chances to finish this that strong. I don't know if you guys are agreeing with me there, but I think even at this point I would take, I don't know if I'd take Cleveland over him, but it's close, which I didn't think it would be, but they just have gone through way too much on the injury side of things in my opinion. But what you think? Yeah, I mean, I think Lamar definitely runs that team. So without him, I don't see uh, much of a chance of success. Uh, their system works really well with Huntley, so... It's definitely possible for them to get wins, but I don't see it as a very probable outcome. They've had, I mean, they had a healthy lead in the division. They were one seed in the AFC as a whole for a while. So it is, I mean, I, I, the whole list, I wrote it down. Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, J.K. Dobbins, 
Gus Edwards, Ronnie Stanley, Derek Wolf, and they didn't have Bateman for the first five or six weeks too. So they just one of the more injured teams in the NFL, one of the more hard luck teams. Owen, do you see a way back for them to hang on to this division, or are you picking no. another one? No, I I just think looking at the schedule down the stretch, I think it's too much to overcome, um, especially with the injuries. Next week they play the Packers, then the Bengals, then the Rams, and then the Steelers. Uh, so, you know, I could say one or two wins there, but it's going to be really difficult. And obviously the Bengals have a tough schedule too. Uh, I'd have to look at the Browns, but um, I think it's going to be really tough with a backup quarterback as good as Huntley is to, to, to win enough of those games to stay in the picture there. It really must hurt Owen to say that about a guy who shares a tooth gap, same as him. So I, I, I do love Huntley. Huntley's yeah. my guy. <laughs> Anything on Baltimore, Alex? Yeah, like you said, I think they've just lost so many key players that um, I love Baltimore as a whole, but they've lost both their top cornerbacks. They've lost both their top running backs, I think, too. Um, they're losing guys left and right is 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 the whole point of the story. So, um and I, and I don't think the Bengals or the Browns are, are obviously that horrible where they couldn't end up snatching the the, the, the division. So um, And without Lamar, it's going to be tough. But I really do like uh, Huntley. He's, he's really good. He, he's really good. I, I like him. He, 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 he's almost like uh, just a cheaper Lamar. Just like, uh, you know what I mean? Just like a uh, more simplistic Lamar. Because he, he honestly, there was this play today where he evaded the pocket and he went left and right, then up and down and left and right. Like, they couldn't catch him. And he just ended up getting like a 20-yard run. So it was sick. He's, he's definitely got some moves. He does. Like a 2012 RG3. Yeah. Not a 2012, but like whoa, 2014. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't say that about one of the great stories of our time. 2012 Robert Griffin. That was my guy. Bobby G. That was a reach. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. 2014. That's okay. Browns, Huntley could get himself into like the Matt Flynn bag where he just has yeah. like a couple <laughs> good games and then like, all right, like let's cough up the money here. Let's get it done. Colts like, could uh, be there. Like yeah. the Chicago Bears where they signed Glennon. Yeah, exactly yeah. what I'm talking about Give right like here. like a three-year 80 mil. Yeah, <laughs> you know it. Washington football team's calling his name right now. Yeah. Oh. They got the phones hot. They love it. They absolutely yeah. love it. Um, Cleveland, they put themselves in a pretty good position with the win here. They were really going to be in tough if they lost this one. So this was a must win. I liked the Browns quite a bit in this game because, I mean, this was their season. Miles Garrett said it after the game. Like, they needed to keep going. They need to keep fighting. They needed this one to make it happen. Uh, I do have their schedule as well. I was really good on writing down the remaining schedules this week, probably because it's easy. There's only four games. But, again, tell me win-loss here. Raiders. Win. Yeah, Win. Packers on Christmas Day. Loss. loss. Yeah, that's tough. That's, that's a loss. <laughs> uh, Steelers loss. Win. Yeah, I'll say loss. Yeah, I'll say loss. They disappoint everybody. That's what I'm about. Bengals, week 18. That one is going to be huge for playoff implications. Could you see that being the Sunday night? Sunday night? Flex oh, it. Oh, I yeah, hope let's so. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. It probably will be. That'll be a good one. A couple orange win. teams. You'll say win? Yeah. Okay. Dallas Cowboys 27, Washington football team zero. Sorry, not zero, 20. 20. It ended with a zero. I, I skipped the two. My bad. Yeah. I mean, it easily could have been zero with the way the football team could played the first zero, half. Yeah. Um, I mean, Cowboys, they started this one so hot. They were all over the football team. The defense of the Cowboys was absolutely stunning in the first half. And then Mike McCarthy had to remind you he's Mike McCarthy there at the end. Just, uh, I don't, <laughs> the football team walks down the field to scores with the Kyle Allen Taylor Heineke, like I swear they were switching plays every down. They, they, every time I looked, there was a new guy in the game. There were scissors on the field. Random things were happening in this one. But what it comes down to is uh, Dallas gets the win, and Michael Parsons is going to be the story of t- tomorrow, I'd say, or today from when you're hearing this. I mean, no rookie since Lawrence Taylor, 
1981 has won uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Adam, I know you're going to say he does it, but the other guys in the running, they're Diggs, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, uh, Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey, I think, are the five that are mentioned. Maybe Judon, too. Yeah, I not. didn't want to say it, but you brought it up. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, I said he was at least in the conversation, and someone on the show said he shouldn't even be top 15 in the league. So I won't call yeah, well, that person out. <laughs> oh, he's calling himself out. <laughs> well, the person who said that, I, I'll speak for them. Um, they might have thought that two weeks ago, it might have been the case that he wasn't top 15. And then in the last two weeks, he might have put himself in the conversation. That's an interesting take. And you're saying things evolved. Yeah. Or that person yeah. could have thought that things the, the person, yeah. that's probably what they thought. Okay, That's cool. probably what they thought, what the reality was. That's what they're trying to convey. But yeah, about the game, uh, that was like one of the craziest touchdown catches I've ever seen, that first touchdown for Washington. That I think was insane. The guys, what was the guy's Sims. name? I, Sims. Cam Sims, Sims. right? Sims, yeah. There you yeah, go. that was insane. With a hand in between both his hands, he still got up and caught it. So... Yeah. Uh, decent performance from them at the end it made them look not too bad and they're still in a playoff spot so um maybe they can grind out some wins you're liking the football team all of a sudden yeah i mean they can do it it's either them or the eagles in my opinion and i think they're a little better than the eagles so wow that's really what it's come down to holy <laughs> cow Jay, who do i get to watch on saturday morning jaylor and hurts or taylor heineke jesus um do you feel better or worse about dallas after that one for your voice i feel the same okay yeah Anything on this game, Alex? Mm, or Micah much. Parsons? I mean, Micah Parsons was crazy today. He's he's so noticeable on the on the defensive side of the ball. He's making plays, and it was really tough for Heineke today. Um, I don't I don't want to I don't want to like because that defense was crazy today. It Diggs was also pretty wild. No one could get open when when Diggs was covering um, their their wide receivers. So it was tough. Some scissors on the field. That's kind of ridiculous. Like I don't know how that happens. <laughs> So you're asking a, me like I know. Like definitely a safety hazard. Um, definitely. But, but hey, Heineke can rip the ball. He can throw it pretty far. I he, like a couple uh, times he just, you know. <laughs> good, good sound effects. <laughs> I like when Heineke's running for his life because it feels so football team to me. And I know I don't know that announcer's name off by hand, <laughs> but that guy should call every football team game ever because the way he announces him is just so perfect. Heineke just running for his life while yeah. guys chase him around. It just yeah. makes perfect sense. The way to he me. runs looks so perfect too. So football team. I, wait, I wait, just are you talking it. about Greg Olson or the guy who calls the, co- the main the guy? Other the main guy. guy. Is it oh, Kevin Burkhart? No. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, whatever yeah something like that it is what it is anything on this game on no i thought it was uh you guys covered it pretty good I, I i did like so first of all i liked how on the cam sims touchdown howie moss trayvon Diggs because i mean that um, was perfect think, coverage but okay but that's a mossing it, well he got mossed all right. so that's embarrassing uh yeah it's uh you know he should be embarrassed if he's not already about kind of his performances in the recent past uh so that was good and then cam sims like because i think originally they called it a drop uh, if i'm not mistaken and then he got so like they showed this the slow motion of him getting up and like being like i caught that and it was just spit everywhere it was going everywhere straight saliva yeah like if if he had covid it was like uh, it was a super spreader event. Like the whole front row, like the coaching staff, like they need to shut it down if he had COVID, which God forbid he didn't. God uh, forbid. He doesn't. But, uh, you know, interesting. it was an entertaining game. It, I think it was a lot closer. Um, the score was a lot closer than it, I think it really was. The Cowboys kind of made it interesting there. Yeah. What, what Owen just set up is the most anticipated test day 
of the year. Monday, we know it as COVID test day for the NFL teams. God forbid if Cam Sims comes back positive, look out. That was a super spreader, as Owen said there. So prayers up, prayers up. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders 9, Kansas City Chiefs 48. It was 35 to nothing in the first half of this one. So good on this being over fast. Uh, I did have Raiders plus 9.5. Good. Nice. That was good. Um, Alex, you declared this summer that the Vegas Raiders have Kansas City's number on this podcast, and since then they've outscored you 83 to 29. Yeah. So. Uh, Not saying that again. Yeah, Gruden. that's that's tough. But you know what? Uh, Gruden was on the sideline for that. Just, I have to say. True. I'm just saying. Caveat. I don't want to yeah. say it, but I have to. So Gruden has Kansas City's number. Gruden has Kansas City's number. <laughs> oh, wow. So. Uh, I don't know what I watched today. Yeah, I, or I didn't watch because, like you said, it was like one hundred to nothing at at the first after the first quarter. It so was I was tough. just like, "All right, that's enough. Yeah. I'm gonna go watch something else. <laughs> gonna go shovel the snow a little bit. <laughs> go to the dentist. Go to Tim's. Go to yeah. Tim's. Get some Tim beads. So I really, if you're asking me what I saw this game, I didn't see anything because I just tuned out. I who the hell? Who who really watched the rest of this game? It's true. It I, was horrible. I don't All I know is the Chiefs yeah. are looking like vintage Chiefs. Mahomes is looking like vintage. vintage Mahomes, and that defense all of a sudden is looking pretty freaking good. So they're they're yeah they're looking like the they're back. They're the AFC favorite. Yeah, yeah. honestly, yeah. What a waste of time football is, yeah, seriously. I mean, yeah. I wasted 10. Don't pay attention before week 10 is really what this comes yeah. down to. Because, I mean, what a waste of time doing this podcast for 10 weeks was when this is where we're, we're going to, to Chiefs Bucks again. Yeah. Why did we even watch the first 10 weeks? It doesn't make any sense. Also, it's not fair that Kansas City scores 48 points and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey get zero touchdowns. Imagine How'd, betting that they were going to score touchdown. You check the score, 48. You're like, all right, let's go. Some guy scored named Gore, and I thought it was Frank Gore. It me was too. like D me Gore or something. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I oh, my God, was Frank, too. ahead yeah. of the boxing match. Here he comes. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I saw a guy on Twitter say Dwayne Bowe is going to score the next touchdown. I was like, yeah, Jamal Charles is going to punch one in, too. They're just going to run it up. So um, tough. I saw a video today. Uh, a Raiders fan was at the Chiefs game. Okay. And uh, it got so bad, he was just doing the, oh, the no. tomahawk. The chop. Oh, the no. chop. It was tough. And full Raiders gear, too. He just joined in. <laughs> Couldn't take it anymore. So you shout just out appreciate him. greatness too yeah. much. You this like game was Scorigami for the record, so that's, oh, that's one good go. thing. Thank Producer you. Adam. And the Sunday night game was only happened once before, and it was a Scorigami earlier this year. So Almost. Fun fact. Mm. Oh, and anything on this game? Uh, no, I didn't watch it. All right, there we go. Thank you. Yeah. Raiders probably done. They were done a while ago, but now let's just rule them out. They're done. Um, this game, this had, for some reason, God forbid, this had playoff implications. Atlanta Falcons at Carolina Panthers. Gosh, what a horrible, horrible sporting <laughs> event. Uh, Carolina loses this one 29-21. Owen locked in the Falcons. Congratulations to Owen because you made very sound logic on that. I still took the Panthers and lost. But oh, I think... No. Uh, this was the definition, in my mind, of a loser leaves town. So I think I'm ready. Carolina, especially with how bad that quarterback is, they're done. They're a cross-off. And I saw some Panthers fans were pretty upset. I, I don't follow Panthers fans much, but Panthers fans, they're saying, get rid of this coach. They're not liking Matt Rule. They think it does, he's, he's not translating to the pro game. But I'm curious what you guys think. Carolina, they seem like they're a little far away, but they're kind of built to win now. What do you think? Somebody, oh, yeah? so one of the Pan Panthers fans even said last thing, 
I miss Teddy Bridgewater. Whoa, Whoa. bro. That's how bad it's Whoa. getting for the Panthers. But get get if, Huntley, Huntley. Yeah, the, yeah. this is a good t- spot for answer. This was yeah. like a rotating quarterback situation, right? Like it wasn't like a injury situation. Like they just chose to just one drive well, at a time. Well, Rule said after the game that the quarterback position itself had too many interceptions today because they both threw them. So he said as a whole, they got too many interceptions from the quarterback position today. Yeah, I'm sure this is not an unpopular take, but I don't think rotating your quarterback ever works. So let's just not do that next time. Unless Maybe you're you the Jets one. earlier in the season. Yeah, true. Yeah. So we do play professional football, not community football. Not Madden, midget. Where it's like yeah. midget. Like everyone gets a shot. It's like, what, you played DB last week? Kate, you're in. Yeah. Like, you didn't see enough of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to remind Panthers fans. I mean, you're quick to, you know, Matt Rule, all this, that. I did hear a lot of uh, two weeks ago, wow, vintage Cam Newton. This is so great. I love this. This is awesome. What a great decision by matt rule just to remind you guys just to remind you guys so i mean you're really rubbing it in on the panthers fans right now they're already dead i know you don't need but they were freaking out about camp so just saying i think you guys would care this much about panthers falcons this is awesome well i really don't but (laughs) all right we can move on no no owen's (laughs) got to get a take in no yeah i agree i uh don't want to say i uh i told you so but i mean cam donald i i like i told you he sucks and you're right so You're right. I would uh, I would agree with Adam uh, and say, you know what, you're not this season. You're not going to really it's not you're not going to go anywhere. So maybe like give PJ Washington some more reps there because he's probably going to be your backup moving forward. So at least you get some development there because Cam is not he should be uh, maybe looking at fan controlled football next year or <laughs> CFL. One of the two. I told Owen yeah. during the game that he'd be great in Army Navy. He would dominate Army Navy. <laughs> yeah. Game MVP every single year. Um, if he could just, you know, 100-year scholarship. Uh, I did actually, I have things to say about the Falcons too. Because it's 6-7 and seven now. They're in the hunt on the graphic. If they make the playoffs, there's no bigger guarantee in my life than them on Saturday morning in the first NFL playoff game that we all sleep through. There's no bigger guarantee. Oh, yeah, the they'll Falcons. get the Bucks. Like, they'll finish last in the wild card, get the Bucks, play oh. Saturday, no one watches it. Yeah, exactly. That's a go-to-the-mall-and-shop-instead type yeah. of thing. And uh, I did write this down because during the game, the announcer said, I swear this is true, in the middle of the third quarter, he said, these two teams, right where they want to be, meaningful football in December. I'm not sure two five and seven teams in the NFC South is right where you want to be in December. But hey, what, I mean, what do I know? Yeah, right where you want to be, meaningful games. Every time they tuned into that game, all I could hear the broadcasters talking about was playoffs. I'm like, well, what else are they going to talk really about? Really, the two teams were going to talk playoffs about. So, what else are they going to say? Really, I mean, Cam Newton's bad. I guess I don't know. Um, Los Angeles Chargers big win at home today this afternoon over the Giants. Chargers second straight win and I'm going right to Owen here because he let me know during the game he let a couple of us know oh yeah he says Justin Herbert is the best quarterback in the league <laughs> yeah I think right now he's the best quarterback in the league I think he uh, uh I mean you could maybe you know there's guys at his level it's not like he's head and shoulders above the competition there but he makes throws that I, I don't think other quarterbacks just are physically capable of making. Like we all saw that throw to Guyton where he, he leaves the pocket and he's got two guys collapsing on him and uh, he, you know, plants his foot and steps forward and launches a 60, you know, 65 yard pass in the air, which is like, you know, right in the bucket, perfect throw. Uh, and I don't think there's 
I think there's maybe, you know, Mahomes and Allen are, are the only two guys I think that could, and maybe Rodgers, that could make that throw. So you're you're so, a big week-to-week guy, hey? Like, you really change opinion. Well, I mean, I, he was my pick to be MVP at the start of the season. I'm just saying, like, because... he also makes some throws that not many other quarterbacks would make, like that interception against Denver. That's like a Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence type pass. Yeah, I agree. I, he makes mistakes, but I'm talking. I'm not talking about his decision making with his throws. I'm talking about the physical talent with his throws, which mm-hmm. is unlike other quarterbacks in the league. And, For only uh, a second year to make those throws, yeah. I see what you're saying. The peaks are high, high, high. They're high. They're high, and he's young, like you said. So I think, uh, yeah, I think he's doing things that other quarterbacks just aren't doing right now. Okay. I mean, you like things. You like seeing things that other quarterbacks aren't doing. That's why you like Zach Wilson too. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, shout out Zach Wilson. No picks. No picks today. today. We'll get no to him. Picks. We are not done with him. Zach will be discussed. So, um, Chargers, credit to them because this is now. I mean, we talked about how you could run on them earlier, but the last few weeks they've been pretty commendable. They're shutting it down and they look to be in good spot for the playoffs. They got the Chiefs coming up on Thursday night football, which, I mean, if they win, I think, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think that means first place for the Chargers, if you know, mm-hmm. if you ask this brain. So that's going to be a huge game. Too bad they don't have a home field advantage. That would come in pretty handy. Um, the Giants, they, okay, they do have Mike Glennon. So, like, understandable that they got gobsmacked. But here, I was reading the Daniel Jones. There is a, a carpenter in New York who broke some news. I think it was on the Giants Reddit. Did you guys see this? Mm-hmm. That uh, Daniel Jones, so they've been saying he has a neck strain, but this carpenter is saying that it's like an actual spine problem and it's really, like, really bad, like maybe career-threatening type of injury here. And he, Daniel Jones, Joe Judge said, is flying back home to get some MRIs done on his back. So I imagine he's not going to come back this season. And it could be kind of a scary situation there for the Giants because it looks like this Carpenter might be right after all. The Carpenter has become the savior of the Giants fan base. They want him to be the GM. But the point is here, I, I think this is probably the, the end of the Giants as this version of the Giants. I think there's going to be a whole wipeout wave at the end of this season. Wait, Gettleman, Gettleman, Joe Gettleman's Judge. Gettleman's already out, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Gettleman's got to go. Daniel Jones. Wait, so Daniel how Jones. did the carpenter know this? Like you're asking me, like I know the carpenter. I just I I hear the whispers. Like on. he just said it, and Wait, it was true. Is, it, it looks like it could be. Point of, is his name Carpenter, or is he like a carpenter? No, he's like, a, no, he's a, a carpenter. He's an he, like a professional carpenter, as oh, okay. profession. Okay, 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 okay. I see. Anybody going to disagree that any of these guys are back? <laughs> that's that's really the only thing I got. I mean, to me. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Gettleman stays because he's like for whatever reason they don't want to fire him. Like I think he should have been fired a long time ago, but it seems like they're, they're gonna clear everybody else out. They already got rid of uh Jason Garrett there. Um and so, you know, I think he'll probably be the last summoner to fall. But I I, I sincerely hope they all go. He's they he's retiring at the end us. of the season, so he's done. Gettleman? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. He's that. uh he's like seventy something, he's done. They just didn't want to fire him because it was like, well, we already stink. Like, we don't want to fire you. But uh, he also said, it's like, I'm, I'm going to retire at the end of the season. Huh. A little Tristan Giants Thompson. insider, Alex. Yeah, a little Tristan Thompson, yeah. yeah. You and the Carpenter, one, two. Yeah, Giants yeah. Insiders. yeah. They call me every day. Yeah, you and the Carpenter. Yeah. You guys should be the new regime over there. Yeah, they're like Mike Glennon or Fromm. Yeah. Mike Glennon. Go with Glennon. Go with the neck. Um, one, 11, and one is now the record for the Detroit Lions. That's a lot of ones. They take a uh, loss today to Denver. Um, 
big win for Denver, 38-10. to 10. They were uh, absolutely dominant in this one. I know Detroit had a bit of a COVID situation, and I heard something like 20 of their players had the flu mm. this week and didn't practice the back half of the week. It was kind of a classic Dan Campbell. He had 16 guys I think is questionable, and before the game he said, yeah, all of them are going to play. So that yeah. everybody questionable with the flu just played. And uh, at that point, the line, I think, moved up to Broncos. I saw it at minus 14 and a half before kick, just with this flu situation that was going on. It was crazy. But I went back and I found the audio because fans of the show, new Let's fans go. of the show, will remember Tony in the uh, last week's episode. He obviously made an appearance. But in the summer, he made an appearance on August 16th where he said, and I quote, I'm liking Craig Reynolds. And at the time, we were all like, who is Craig Reynolds? This doesn't make any sense. I've never heard of this guy. Well, today, Craig Reynolds made sure that we will remember his name forever. 11 rushes, 81 yards. I mean, can Tony scout or what? I think he should maybe get hired yeah. by the Lions at this yeah. point because, wow, what a find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was the story of this game, I'd say. Do you have the clip? I do. I'll put it in. I'll okay, put it okay. in for the people right now. Okay. I, I, was, I was watching the Bills game. And I was really liking Craig Reynolds. Let's nice. go, Craig Let's Reynolds. Go. He's he's new. He's young, but like is that a wide receiver? Running back. Running back. Okay. But like he'll be he'll he will be RB two. Okay. Now we're back from the Tony full proof. Clip. Full yeah. proof. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Um, yeah. Dan Campbell, you got your guy. You found him. You found your guy. Got you. Tony can scout everybody for you. So get him a job. Please, please. He wears the Lions Stafford jersey all the time. The Target so Stafford jersey will be merch. in use. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't worry about merch at all. He's got it. Um, I also want to shout out shout out all the fantasy owners who picked him up at the start of the year, even though it was looking bleak um, for his chances <laughs> to like make a roster and put him at RB2, stashed him at RB2. Yes. Because now well, they're the ones long-term that are laughing. stash. Yeah. They're laughing. It was worth it. Those 8.1 <laughs> points were massive today. Yeah. Shout out to the, the report before the game, too, that the Lions were going to run some guy named Jay Johnson all game. And I saw a lot of people started him, and he had zero points. So wow. that is tough. I also saw a lot of people actually picked up Reynolds because Adam Schefter said that he was going to start. So some people actually benefited. Well, mm. I don't know if 8.1 is a benefit, but, you know, better than nothing. Better than zero from Jay Johnson. Yeah, could have been a whole lot worse. Um, obviously, the nice uh, tribute to start this one with the 10 men on the field and uh, good on Dan Campbell for declining the penalty. And uh, I saw last on that that the Broncos' last drive of the game was an 88-yard touchdown drive. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, shout out to DT. Um, New Orleans Saints, 30 at uh, New York Jets, 9 now, listen, we always ask Owen about Zach Wilson, and we always say, Owen, how are you feeling about Zach Wilson? I don't think we, as the other three of us, have ever talked about Zach Wilson. So Owen's going to get to sit here while we talk about Zach today. Um, progress, no interceptions thrown, not progress, 19 for 42. Um, so if you look at the Jets right now, the Jets have the Seahawks first-round pick because of Blitzboy. So they're going to have two probably top 10 first-round picks. And you know what? It looks like there's going to be quarterbacks available this summer. There's going to be Rodgers. There's going to be Russell Wilson. If you're the Jets and you have the ammo with the picks to get a good quarterback, would you? you Zach might be out of a out of luck. That's what I'm getting at here. Would you consider that if you were the Jets, or have you seen enough or anything from Zach to make you say, "I want to run it back"? 
after one year, you're ready to pack it in. I'm not ready to pack it in, but they, this is a like good... Like, they're op- not getting Rodgers. No, 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 but this is a good... Op- if there's ever an opportunity for them to do it, they have play. two top 10 picks. Like, what are you talking about? But, like, Rodgers won't play. What do you mean? <laughs> the Jets. Like, if he gets traded to the Jets, he's not... Like, yeah, he'll he just retire. playing for the Jets. He I would know he be, wouldn't. He'd he, take the... He'd take the Jeopardy job, dude. Like, it's waiting for him. <laughs> yeah, he, he would love playing for the Jets. Are you kidding me? First of all, it's green, so he doesn't have to change, like, his colors or anything. He can just still rock with green. His Second colors. of all, he's in New York. Third of all, the guy loves his name being brought up more than anything in the world. The Jets get talked about every single day. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are a match made in heaven, and the Jets making a stupid trade to get him is the, 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 the crown jewel of this equation. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is a lock to go to Denver, but uh, I'd like to see Russell Wilson on the Jets. That'd be cool. Wilson for Wilson trade? Yeah, I would do it if I was the Jets for sure. Wilson would actually play for the Jets because he'd be like, okay, like, this was destined for me. Like, God, God's plan. God's, God's plan. plan. <laughs> Just playing Drake all the time. So he would actually play, unlike Rodgers. So I, I think that trade's more like, more realistic. Okay, but anything on Zach, too, I guess we should talk I don't about. think he's good. But I'll give him another year. I really don't. I wouldn't want to pack it in on a second overall pick after a year. I think this is one of the worst possible situations he could find himself in. This is a helpless situation. He's just going to get relentlessly bullied until he finds a new team where they don't talk about him. He needs to go to somewhere where I will not hear about him for months on end and it's going to be okay. Like the Panthers or the Falcons. Like just go somewhere where you're just like kind of there and then you learn and you get him on good. the Falcons would be kind of sick. I could see it. Owen, the Owen about what, your time for your boy. Go ahead and defend him if you want. Yeah. I mean, I just think this season we've really seen the difference like the organization can make on a player because I think we would all agree that Trevor Lawrence is a really good player. Uh, and he threw four picks today. And I don't think that's – I think the majority of the blame there should go to the organization and the coach that he has, who's probably one of the worst coaches in the NFL. So I would be uh, – I would, I would, I would hold out a little bit longer on Zach Wilson. Give him some more time to learn and to get some more pieces around him, um, because the organization is not doing him any favors. You know, you you said that so many times. There's no passion anymore. It's just you know you're like uh, you're like Woody from Toy Story. You just pull the string and the line comes out. Give him a little <laughs> more time and get him some weapons and maybe a new yeah. coach. Yeah, <laughs> I seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We we like you. We we like you and your love for Zach. So we ride for you. That is what it is. Uh, Thank you. Largely unimpressed by the Saints. Still, anybody? Can I just say, that? Owen? If I will, if I'm not wrong, this was Battle of the Mormons. Oh. Taysom Hill, uh, and yeah. Zach Wilson. It was. Let's it was. It go. Was. That's wrong. <laughs> That's big, sick. It was big. Okay. It was huge. But uh, on the Saints, yeah, they re- they ran the ball with Kamara like 27 times. So Kamara was, didn't miss a beat. So <laughs> Way to ease him back into the lineup. Way to there. ease him back into the lineup. Sean Payton was not messing around. Like, if you're back, you're playing like crazy. So, uh, But who's my favorite Mormon QB? I'd go with Zach Wilson over Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill drives me, me crazy. He just, me like, the ball just falls out of his hands. I mean, you know what? With Wilson, at least, he'll chuck it 80 yards. And, I mean, who cares what happens? He can chuck it 80 yards. That's still an impressive. <laughs> Taysom Hill, like, he goes to throw the ball, and it's like butter. It just <laughs> slips out of his hands. So, yeah. Nobody was happier about Kamara being back than Taysom. He was like, great. All right, here <laughs> yeah. you go. Rifling it into his ball. stomach. Yeah. <laughs> A battle of the Mormons one. I didn't make that connection. No, that's big. That I didn't make that connection either. Wow, that's let's go. Tough. I thought you already knew that. No, I oh, didn't. Nice. Oh, I, no, I didn't connect now to Now I'm even more proud of myself. Look at that. Good work. We were all over the place on that one. Anything on this game, Adam? 
No, uh, I don't think the Saints can do anything with this quarterback, so they can pack it in with the Falcons. Okay. All right. Big take. Um, <laughs> two more to go. I promise we're almost done. Uh, Jaguars zero, Titans 20. <laughs> Pretty easy win for Tennessee here. Never in doubt after that Saturday report by Tom Pelissero. I think everybody saw that and was pretty much like, all right, if I even have the Jags to begin with, let me switch to the Titans because uh, – the Jaguars are just an absolute tire fire. Um, good news after the game, Urban said about anybody who leaked those reports, they'll be uh, unemployed within seconds. So good that, you know, they got a big game coming up this week against the Texans coming up for the Jags. So huge game. Um, good thing that, you know, you don't really need to prepare for that one. You can spend all your time focusing on who the mole is in the organization, identifying him and making sure he's unemployed within seconds of you finding out. Uh, the other gem from the post game was one of the reporters asked if the offensive line was like overpaid, basically. He said they're underperforming for how much they're getting played. That's what the reporter asked Urban if he agreed. And Urban just goes, yep, I agree. So, you know, throw your whole O-line under the bus. So that's nice. Um, I saw Dave Damashek said this year has been so bad that I doubt even a college or a network would employ him. That's how dysfunctional he seems. He seems like a very nasty person. So uh, yep. is there a worse situation in the league than the Jags right now? Would you say Owens oh, an adamant no? Not even, I don't even think there's a situation that's close to the Jaguars. Um, I think, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're employing Urban Meyer uh, uh, past this year, you're not a serious, you're not serious about winning football games as far as I'm concerned, because I think every game, every additional game that he spends with Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is going to be his, his progression is getting harmed more and more by every game. I'd agree with that. Four picks today. Uh, it was not a good showing for Trevor, but I mean, how much can he be blamed really at this no, point? No, I I wouldn't blame him at all. And like Owen said, I think you should be really careful with this, you know, with with this quarterback that you have. Like, be really careful because you don't want a situation um, where his confidence just gets so shot and yeah, like it, Ryan it, Leaf or it could yeah. it could it could. I don't think it'll derail his career, but it could definitely mark an impact on his develop uh, affect his development and stuff. But. Urban Mayer's just been a complete disaster this whole entire season, which is I, I think is an understatement to say. I think from the start, honestly, when like I'm not even joking, when when he wanted to work out Tim Tebow, like that goes to show you how unserious he was. Yeah. Like I don't know why you're employing a you're trying to work out a guy that hasn't been on a football field in in, in seven eight years, and you want to play him in a t in a position he's never played before. Then from whatever the, the situation he had in Ohio and all that stuff, and now he's blaming everybody. And I also heard that he doesn't treat anyone like adults either. That's what they were like saying. Like Marvin Jones, I heard I heard a report that he just got pissed because, I don't know, he was talking, like, Urban was just treating him like a baby. Um, So Ur Urban's stuck in his own ways, that's for sure. Like, it's definitely not college. He admitted he'd changed his way of coaching. He wouldn't coach the Jags like a college team. He'd coach them like an NFL team, but that's clearly not working. So horrible hire and and like Owen said like Shad Khan better fire him well I'd like report, if he doesn't bro like the report was implying that the, the, Tom Pelissero writes at the end of the report that he hung on to Doug Marone a lot longer than he had to at the end he had Gus Bradley for four full years when Gus Bradley was a tire fire and they never won anything with him he, he's basically implying that the owners hands off and off to, hands off enough to say you know what I'm giving him another chance you know you can come back next year. But I think if that happens, that is just a absolutely brutal decision. I mean, Lawrence can't even say, like, hey, can you play James Robinson a little more without getting, like, yelled at? 
Well, James Robinson got six touches for four yards today, so he sure held up his end of the bargain. Well, okay, okay, okay. James Robinson. <laughs> no, I agree though. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's 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 still a pretty good running back, and and I mean, I don't think playing Carlos Hyde is really the answer. Like just well, just play James Robinson. You don't like, understand. Urban Meyer had Carlos Hyde at Ohio State, so oh, I I just hate Urban Meyer. He's just <laughs> yeah. so whack. Can can I say to Alex's point? I think the college game the difference between the college and the program is, is really important too. It's something you see a lot in the NBA with some of those coaches, like when coach Cal is it's, it's a really, it's a different game where these guys are adults, they're professionals. They're not like 19, 20, 21 year old kids. And if you treat them like that, you're going to have a, a bad relationship with your players. And then I think that bleeds into what happens on the field as well, because uh, that issue with, uh, you know, James Robinson is he obviously fumbled. Uh, he had a couple fumbles there. But Urban Meyer, like, literally took him out of the game and didn't let him take a snap for, like, like this isn't the first week where he's getting limited touches. Like, it's been a recurring issue. So he clearly doesn't know how to manage his guys. And I don't think that does anybody any good because, obviously, Robinson is more part, a part of your future plans than, Har- than Carlos Hyde is. So if yeah. you're going to do something with them, if you want to sit him for, you know, a series or whatever, that's fine. But at the end of the day, it's not going to do you any good to sit him for three quarters. Like, you got to build the guy's confidence. So. For sure. I just don't think he knows how to deal with people, and I don't think he's a good football coach. Yeah. Can I also say, um, I totally agree with Owen's point that the games are different, but my bold prediction is that even if Urban Meyer, do- Meyer does get fired and he goes coaches college, he'll never be a successful coach again because these kids are now making NIL. They're making like serious money too. Before, they're making $0. You can coach them however you want, treat them however you want. You're going to tell a kid that's making like $2 million a year to like, you know, <laughs> Like you can't treat them like they're playing midget football, right? Yeah. So I, I honestly think his career is over for sure because he has that uh, god complex about him, this like superiority yeah. that it has to be you know his way all the time and don't talk back and all that crap. So yeah, it's true. Well, the good news is that I mean that report said that he went through all of uh, the assistant coaches' resumes in front of them and called them all losers and made sure that he knew he was a winner. So the good news is it's you know. You just you just got to find You're some winners. Joking. You just, oh, that was the full yeah. report that he and uh, and the best part. Go ahead, Phil. Well, the full full report was that he. Uh, he I'm floored right now. He went in front of yeah. the whole coaching staff and uh, said, "You're all losers," and then went through all of their resumes one by one and ex- made them explain when they've ever won anything and how he's a big winner. That was yeah. the report. And the and then the part that the cherry on top is Mike Rabel was actually an assistant for. Uh, Urban Meyer at Ohio State, and he beat him twenty to zero. So. <laughs> okay, there we go. Let's go, Rabel. He's just such a clown, man. He's such a joke. It's ridiculous. I, I kind of love Urban Meyer. I can't lie. I want him around next I year for the jokes. I, I don't. don't. I can't get enough. No, no. <laughs> you, no. you, you, you don't like it as much no, as me. I'm putting him into the Jalen Green category where it's not. It's annoying, but it's not funny. <laughs> just like get him out. I'm on. I'm on Owen's side. Yeah. Anything yeah. on this, Adam? No, you guys definitely got it all covered. I knew you were gonna say that. Thank you. <laughs> We definitely I mean, got yeah, enough Jags talk. You, you that was a lot. Enough. Yeah, I think we talked about that game the most than any other game. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't stop. Uh, last game: Seattle Seahawks thirty-three, Houston Texans thirteen. Uh, Seahawks they handle the Texans, and uh, they got the Rams, they got the Bears, they got the Lions, and they got the Cardinals. Now, week eighteen, the Cardinals might not have anything left to play for. Maybe yeah. it's it's unlikely, but it is a chance. Could they win three of those and make the playoffs? No. 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 
Okay, I'm going with yeah. So, all right, somebody's going to be wrong. I'm, I'm a Seahawk <laughs> believer till the end. Cough, nice. Um, Texans punter looked exactly like Bill Burr. Everybody saw it. <laughs> yep. It was hilarious. Uh, just love Bill Burr, so I had to put it in there. Uh, last football game, actually, I lied. The Grey Cup, Winnipeg 31, mm. Hamilton 25. As a Canadian show, um, Alex said, Alex watched the overtime. It was the fourth Grey Cup to ever go to overtime. And Alex at the end uh, said, All right, that's enough Canadian football for the year. So uh, <laughs> Alex watched the one period of overtime and he'd seen enough, two drives. Uh, just had to bring it up. Did anybody watch any of the game? No, I mean, I came in and I asked Phil who the two teams that played were. Yeah, you well, asked me if Edmonton played. I think Edmonton won like one game this year. I mean, because you said you watched it, so I'm like, oh, Edmonton I, Well, let's played. be, I watched the last six minutes. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did uh, you watch only? Any notable, uh, I didn't watch any. Were there any notable uh, NFL burnouts in there? NFL burnouts. No, the the best one is Lucky Whitehead. Is he, plays still for, he plays for BC, and uh, he gets every touch every game. He's like Derrick Henry uh, of the CFL. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lucky Whitehead. Um, and Brandon Banks is still playing for the Tiger Cats. If you were interested, let's go. If the, the right Madden on. Twelve God himself. That guy was a beast back in the day. Like ninety six speed. Ooh, and uh, yeah, that's enough football for the day. That was a that was a long football talk. Anything to add before we go to weekend winners and losers? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. All right, let's do it. Winners, who wants to bat lead off here? Owen, I think you, you got a little twinkle in your eye over there. You go ahead, bud. I do. I have uh, I have a couple winners this week. Um, so the first winner I have is uh, is the Grinch. So I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, but so in New York city, they have a, like, they put up every year, a giant Christmas tree, like a, just an enormous one, like, uh, outside just, I think it's around, uh, the Times square area, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not too good with my, you know, New York geography, but it's somewhere in a, in a big public space. Okay. Um, and so they have it up, right. Because it's December and somebody lit it on fire, <laughs> lit it on fire <laughs> and burnt it, <laughs> burnt it down. What? Oh my god! <laughs> the video is so funny because it's just the tree and it's just like flaming, like it's totally on fire. And uh, people, people called it like you know, it's like a Grinch event. So wow. I wanted to just give a shout out to that. Winner is the is the Grinch. And Damn, what of- kind of monster you got to be to take that down? You crazy? Wow! Like a fifty foot Christmas tree, and they're just putting it to the fire. Yeah. Wow. yeah it was pretty funny Tough i don't even crowd. know how you get a tree like that it's got to be like kind of rare i feel like yeah. unless it's fake Gosh, I yeah i'm gonna go with fake yeah yeah <laughs> it's got to be kind of <laughs> rare no they ship it in from uh yukon yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then my uh second winner this week is rules so uh first of all we saw a new so we we mentioned i think last week or, t- or last episode or two episodes ago about Kenny Pickett and the fake slide. Um, NCAA officially, you know, released a rule change that uh, you're not, you're no longer allowed to slide to fake a slide. Um, I think the, the, the play would just be dead at the point that you do that. So that was uh, an interesting new rule change this week. And then the other one is uh, we got a lot of people. We talked to F1 last episode. Uh, oh for boy. Our, all our regular oh. listeners. And we got a really good positive, a lot of positive, positive <laughs> feedback, and a lot of people asking us to. Uh, they said we want more F one on the show, more F one. So uh, I thought I would kind of shoehorn it in here. Um, and the, like we mentioned last episode, there was a big race today. It was the uh, Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, I believe. Okay. Um, 
And this was to decide who was going to win the basically the League Cup or the championship of F1. And like we mentioned last episode, it was tied uh, on points between uh, Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. And so this was like a really big race. And the reason I say rules is because the race. So let me break it down. So the race was like really and uh, it, I'm basically just as credential wise, I'm, I'm pretty I'm quite well educated on F1. So mm-hmm. I'm, I yeah, would say I'm relatively an expert. Uh, so you can trust what I say, but the race was going well. Hamilton started off really hot and he was leading for most of the race, but then there was a crash and there was a few other little, little contra- controversies there. But uh, the main one was it, it gets to the end of the, towards the end of the race. Like I think it was lap 52 or 54 and there was a little bit of a crash. And so what they do when there's a crash is they bring in the safety car, right. To clear it up. And people there's kind of like, usually uh, like a pause in the, in the action. And so what they did, uh, what, so Verstappen took that as an opportunity to pit and he was able to switch his tires out. And so what they, uh, they, there's different types of tires that use in F1. So there's like hard tires, medium tires, and soft tires and soft tires are good for, for, for traction on the, on the, on the track, but they tend to degrade quicker. So you have to replace them and pit sooner. Um, so they're a lot more short-term and then hard tires are obviously the inverse of that. They last longer, but they give you a little bit less traction and, and maneuverability on the track. So he was like, you know, it's the end of the race. So he was able to put soft tires on. Right. Meanwhile, what the, uh, stewards of the race did was normally in a situation like that, you would allow the cars that have been lapped to pass, to, 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 to keep going, to kind of clear the track out. Um, and they allowed only five cars to, to, to keep going that had been lapped. And so this basically cleared the space up. So when Verstappen finished pitting, he was basically right behind uh, Hamilton. So he didn't have to pass all these cars that they had already Heat. lapped. Ah. And so this set him up really well because he also was able to put on those tires in that time to pass Hamilton and then win the race. So I know this is long-winded, but here's where the rules part come, comes in is because a lot of people are saying, you know, it's fine that you let the, the, the lapped cars pass, because uh, there was the safety car there and there was a bit of a stoppage, but they only allowed basically these five cars to pass. So they didn't allow all the cars to pass. So they basically applied the rules selectively. Um, And so a lot of people really upset and Mercedes, which is Lewis Hamilton's team protested the race um, and they lost. So, so Verstappen won and a lot of people are upset. So I guess that's kind of a, the, the rules, the winner rules were a winner overall, but in this instance, a lot of people weren't happy. Wow. If you're asking me, that's a controversy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a controversy. Yeah. I'm and sure. the other thing, there's a lot of interesting things, but there was like um, Verstappen's team. He So there's usually, there's in, in a team, there's two race, there's two cars, there's two team members that race. And, and Hamilton had been, it was in the lead for most of the race, like I was saying. And there was a point where Verstappen went to pit and um, his teammate, uh, I don't forget his first name. He's a Mexican guy. His last name is Perez. Okay. He cuts in. And he was like basically preventing. Uh, he's basically. I don't know what, what how to phrase it properly. You got it. He you was, got it. Stay with he's it. Basically, <laughs> he's basically. He's basically. He's basically there. And he's like messing with Hamilton. So it gave Verstappen an advantage. And then. So there's controversy about that too. So there's like a bunch of issues. Um, but that was basically like the gist of it. <laughs> so, so, uh, and also I picked for step and that was the other thing. So okay. I, uh, I was the only one the show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 
season is over, but uh, there will be a new season, I think, sometime soon. Like, I don't sometime know, 80 soon, days maybe. or something like that. I don't know when it starts, but when it starts, we'll be we'll give some more coverage. Wow. Yes. Well, <laughs> Congrats on the underdog victory. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, I'm crying. I don't know why it was so funny, but... Wow, I think Owen's got a new passion. Holy moly. What is it? What is... He's like I, didn't halfway watch any, through. I didn't watch any of the race, but I'm going to watch it too. Okay, did you get up for this one? I, I was up because I had an exam, but I didn't watch any of the race. Uh, the best part was you halfway. You could have fooled me, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> halfway through, Phil like gets up to have the mic and like move on. And then you're just like, oh, and there's more. <laughs> and you just Dude, there's a lot. There's a lot. Okay. People, there's like okay. always okay. Okay. We know, we know. We'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Okay, wow. Uh, Owen's got a new favorite sport. Holy moly. Uh, if that was an F1 update with Owen. And I'm sure just like his last F1 update, he got nothing wrong. If it was, no. yeah, I'm sure it was hard to the hole. Woo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I got some winners. Uh, Andre Ingram is my first winner. You guys remember this guy? He used to play Lakers for the Lakers legend. for two games. <laughs> yeah. Alex is still laughing really no, hard. I, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Did you see what he did this weekend? Well, Jeopardy. Or no. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah. Same Wheel thing. of Fortune. Yeah, 10 years in the G League, goes to the Lakers, has two big games. He was a math teacher for a bit. Goes on Wheel of Fortune, wins 32 large. Big shout out to this guy. But best part, he didn't even keep the money. He just donated it. Mm. So shout out to Andre. Big W. Um, he's still playing in the G League, by the way. I looked oh, it up. Boy. Yeah, still going. For the Lakers G yeah, League team? South Bay, yeah. He's only appeared in eight games <laughs> this year. But what a legendary man. When he first came up, that was a legendary night on Twitter when he played his first game. He was in memes for like two months straight. Guy's a legend. So shout out to Andre Ingram. And uh, my second winner is struggling teams because uh, we already talked a lot about Urban Meyer, but I got to give this a shout out because there was a picture circulating from when he worked for Fox in 2019. Did you guys see this? Mayor? No. Yeah. What was, yeah. So he actually, there's a graphic and it says criteria to examine oh. for struggling teams yeah, according to Urban Meyer. And uh, the first one, if you're a struggling team, this is what you need to look for. First one, it says trust issues. So a good example of trust issues would be, I don't know, uh, putting in your backup running back who you coached half a decade ago in college because yeah. yeah. your best player on offense fumbled once for 30 plays. Missing the team flight home maybe. Well, we'll get to that because that's later. Number two is dysfunctional. Uh, that's another thing you got to look for. Like, I don't know, maybe going around and calling all your assistant coaches losers and saying you're a winner that could qualify as dysfunctional maybe like screaming at marvin jones yeah in there could be could be dysfunctional maybe all your players going up to the rams players after the games and talking about how miserable they are maybe that could apply (laughs) as dysfunctional and uh, number three is selfishness like not flying home with your team after you lost a game and instead saying to uh you know get wasted and check out your business so you know what the other thing is it shouldn't be that hard to fix this to you know fix being a bad team because all your coaches are losers anyway so you can't do worse than what you have right now so that's yeah. really and your offensive about. line is grossly overpaid yeah for the exactly production they're giving you so mm-hmm. it's not your fault it's only a matter of time before trevor lawrence is whoop under the bus it's only mm-hmm. a matter of time <laughs> yeah what do you got keys for to success? Yeah, keys to success, no doubt. Yeah. So my first winner, we kind of already mentioned it. I think Bill Burr, he, he played his first NFL game this week. He so did. So shout out to him. Um, <laughs> Texans needed a punter, went out and got one. So great on them. <laughs> Bill Burr just appears. The great thing about Bill Burr is he just, just he appears just out of nowhere. 
Like I was yeah. watching The Mandalorian. I don't know how many of you guys watched The Mandalorian. He kind of just came up out of nowhere. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. He's been in some other things. I think you mentioned. Dude, as well. I was Man. watching. Uh, he was in Breaking I was watching Bad. Breaking Bad, and they were robbing the train, and Bill Burr just was like in the truck out of nowhere. Yeah. It was nuts. He yeah. stops the yeah. car. Yeah. He was in there. Yeah, he does. Spoilers. It's crazy. Yeah. And then he's like, "Well, I'm kind of bored of like." TV shows and movies, so I guess I'm just gonna go hop in a quick NFL game here. Yeah, and he has no problem getting in, none. So he was a natural fit. So I was surprised to see him <laughs> on the sidelines. Um, and my second winner here is the Cowboys just alphaing the league, more specifically Jerry Jones, um, just bringing in their own benches. Now I saw some people whining about it. Oh, like you know, like it's not fair that you did. Money talks. What can I say? <laughs> Money talks. Uh, Jerry, like you said, Phil, probably just took two separate planes to fly in those benches. Um, they're big benches. They're good benches. They looked really good. And I think it's uh, it's a competitive advantage. Look, I think the – I don't know who was there the week. I think it was Seattle or something was there yeah. the week prior. They played a cold game, and they said how terrible the benches were. So – it's not a problem if, you know, the Washington football team gives you the worst possible benches, but it is a problem if you bring your own high-quality benches. So now all of a sudden, that's a big dramatic issue. I think it's a competitive advantage. You know, you're coming off the sidelines after a great defensive or offensive, you know, drive, um, and you just sit on the bench, and it's like, wow, I'm home. I'm, at, I'm on my home bench. I'm not sitting on some cheap Walmart bleacher here. I'm sitting, I'm basically at home. So I think that's a, it goes a long way. And uh, shout out to the Cowboys for getting that competitive advantage. You said Seattle complained about the cold benches? I yeah. think so. So Seattle is a team that, so a lot of you guys might not know this, but uh, Seattle's stadium is right beside uh, water. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so wind comes in off the water. So what does Seattle do? They position themselves with the shelter of the mm. back of the stadium, and they give the visiting team the wind area so all the wind goes to the visiting bench so it's a little rich of them to complain about yeah. bad bench conditions when yeah. they literally set their stadium up to give the other team a bad True. one so that's I just saw bad. seattle said the power kept cutting out on the heated benches and it was like a minus like it was a very cold weather game yeah. so they were not too happy with it but i don't like the washington people complaining because first of all it's fedex field there's little <laughs> poop S sewage and, and infested. yeah <laughs> Floating around the field, so scissors. First thing, and scissors, <laughs> which is if anything I learned in elementary is, you never want to have scissors on the ground, or you don't want to be walking with the pointy end in your hand. You yes. always got to tuck it in, mm -hmm. have the handles facing outwards. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So Jerry and the Cowboys are my winner. I uh, last thing on benches, and then oh, and do you have anything on benches actually? No, no, no. no last thing on NFL good. benches, I've sat on one. Not no to brag way. or anything. Pretty and good. I, exactly that one, because I think they all have the same standard one, that white one. Yep. Very deep, deeper than you'd think. Very nice back structure. Is it Was warm? it heated when you sat in it? Yeah. Wow. That must be amazing. Oh, it's nice. Nice. What'd like a say? heated car seat or what? Yeah, it's like when you put your on level three on your... Uh, oh. Yeah, wow. it's nice, dude. It's nice. It's toasty. But sometimes I don't like that because it makes me think I peed myself. You know, it's just a little hot on my yeah, butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I feel, 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 I feel that. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. That's big. Uh, what you got for losers this week, Owen? <laughs> so I was going to talk about Urban Meyer, but I feel like we kind of beat uh, a dead horse there. So No, go back for more like F1. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel I like I have nothing else to add here. I wish I had. I wish I did, but fair enough. That's he's, okay. We're beating it too. Yeah, he's he's gotten beat up enough. Probably not, but still, I don't have anything else to add. So yeah, him and then the other loser I had this week was the over. So <clears throat> I'm sure Adam saw this. Um, <laughs> Army but, Navy, that one. 
yeah yeah but yeah i know i know i know you too well but the uh so army phil kind of alluded to it earlier in the show but army navy had their like annual game this uh this week um and it's uh, always a big deal obviously because it's army versus navy two branches of uh two of the branches of the military and um this week so the line on the game was uh i believe 35 was the final line and which is weird because statistically army is scoring at, on average this week uh, this year they're averaging 35 and a half points so it was less than their average point total so you might ask why why is why is the line so low it seems like strange that they would do that based on their you know their track record so far this year but the reason is that for the past 15 years the army navy game has been has, the under has hit in the game for the past 15 years so the odds makers are, I guess, catching up to it, and it's in the 30s for the third time in four years. So they're, they keep it low, even though these teams are high scoring. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw the end of the like the final score of the game, but the game was under. It was finished nah. 17 to 13, so combined total of 30, so <laughs> five five points under still. So wow, 16 years that the unders hit. And for context, if you put 110 dollars into on on the under 16 years ago now and you were to bet it every year and just put the same amount of money you to put all your winnings in year over year you'd be a millionaire wow just betting the army navy under every year wow now that's called so, compound interest yeah wow yeah. no kidding just so, drop big out losers and bet the under overs. advice yeah. to all the kids in school good take just a mortgage out and you're start good. slow yeah start slow exactly <laughs> um yeah. my losers this week all right, my first one's Adam Silver. Now, this isn't from the weekend, but on Wednesday night when we were recording, I couldn't get to it, but I couldn't pass it up. There was 13 NBA games on Wednesday night, the most of the season so mm-hmm. far. There were 13 games, and uh, lots of good ones. Bucks, Heat, it's a good game. Oh, I know where this is oh, yeah. going. Sixers, Hornets, that's a pretty good game. Mavericks, Grizzlies, Bulls, Cavs, all good games. Adam Silver's got plenty of choices. You know, you can go to any of these. You obviously get the free tickets, I'm assuming. I'm not a commissioner, but I bet you get the free ticks. And you know what? You can maybe settle for a league pass night. Go on the couch, maybe just watch all the games, kick your feet up, maybe have some ice cream, peppermint bark. I don't know. It's Christmas time. Um, no, he chose none of the above, and instead he chose to attend Kings at Magic. So um, <laughs> prayers up because that sounds absolutely like hell. Um, somebody was saying that he's just checking to see which one needs to get relocated first. <laughs> uh, good one. Yeah, yeah. good one. Bing. Um, this is just tough. I don't know why you would ever attend the Grizzly or the. Uh, Magic Kings game, but hey, I mean, to each their own. Maybe a big Kings were in Orlando. Oh, sorry. No, I'm asking. I don't know. Were they? No, I don't know. I think because the Kings are on an Eastern road trip right now, so I think they might have been. You know way more about the Kings than me. So, so so, uh, only question is, I don't know if he has kids. Because if he has kids, then he was probably, hey, quick uh, Disney World, Disneyland trip, Uh, whatever the hell it's called. Um, Maybe that. Maybe. 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 And my uh, my second loser is the bald guy from Spider-Man. Now, nothing that this guy... You guys know who I'm talking about in the new Spider-Mans? The, You're going to have to... You know. Bald guy. The, Adam? Uh, which yeah. guy? He, like, I, I don't know. It's nice. Like, Ned. I think that's his name in the movie. The, like, Asian kid? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. You guys know who I'm his talking about friend. right now? Tom's best friend. Yeah. yeah. Tom's best friend. Uh, nothing this guy did lands him in the losers category for me, but you, the Spider-Man promos are unavoidable. They're literally everywhere. And I saw him on the NBA show the other night. And this guy, I just kind of feel bad for him. Like, he's a loser because, I mean, Zendaya's LeBron. 
Tom Holland's Wade and this guy's Chris Bosh. He's literally like, he's trying to carve out a little role for himself. He's trying to set some screens, you know, get noticed. It's like, not, I'm not here to watch you, dude. Like, I don't know. What? I don't, like, I don't care what wow. you do. I'm sorry. Because there's, the there's nothing this guy did to land himself yeah. in here. I just feel bad for the guy because, I mean, I bet he's a good guy. Seems like a nice guy. He actually, I looked him up. His name is, uh, where is it on here? Jacob Balaton. And, uh, you know, I did some research. He lost 102 pounds in a year. Mm. Pretty amazing wow. story. Congrats. But, you know, it's just tough when you're put, putting up next to two superstars. I mean, Tom Holland's kind of a little too little to be a superstar, but still, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Just <laughs> tough to be this guy right now. That's tough. I mean, especially for someone that isn't a big, big, big uh, Spider-Man fan. It's just kind of like, so who Yeah, you didn't even you? know who he was, and like, he's just, he's on every promo. Like, so. are you the Spider-Man? Or? <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. That must be tough when they're like, "Hey, are are you the Spider Man?" It's like, ah, just uh, the best him. friend. Yeah, that's him. The guy yeah. who's five inches shorter than me. Yeah, it's him. <laughs> I have nothing to add. I'm just excited to see it. Me and Phil are going opening night, so yeah, that's right. It's gonna be hype. Wait, wait, is are these? Do these movies have the Miles Morales character in it? Or is that yeah? So thing? Owen's like <laughs> Owen's drunk. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, no is, is he not in them? He's not in. Okay. Them. Okay, I got I lost the thread like six movies ago. That's okay. What you got, Alex? Uh, so I got two losers here. Got the Knicks as my first loser. I love to hate on the Knicks. Shocker. Imagine, imagine actually thinking the Knicks are good. Julius Randle couldn't keep up everything he was doing this past season. Um, I knew from the start they weren't going to be good. All that Bing Bong crap made me hate them even more. Also. All the people on TikTok, I think the Bing Bong stuff's funny. It's not. Like, it's been going around for, like, a solid It was months. funny. It was funny. Now it's in every third TikTok. Yeah. It was funny when this show talked about it one day yes, after dude. it came out. Yes. Literally. Yes. yes. And that was in, like, September. It literally was in, yes. It was Maybe literally October. in September. And people keep thinking, like, that guy saying Joe Biden take me out to dinner is funny. That's literally not funny. It is one funny. of the most unfunny things. <laughs> it's so unfunny. I hate to rain on the parade, but I find something new. It's so not funny. Uh. And then Thibodeau, oh, Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau, defensive <laughs> mastermind. He couldn't do anything with Jimmy Butler and Cat. Oh, he, he took the Bulls to the Eastern Conference Finals once. Oh, he's a mastermind. Well, they're one in six in their last seven out of a playoff spot. They're playing like crap. And you know what, Tom? Maybe your players don't like getting yelled at all the time. How about that? Huh? Maybe Alex, he's the newer mayor. Wow. Alex actually hates but the I Knicks. Actually I've never seen Knicks. anything So, like no, it. it's just that they're losers because everyone's like, well, this is our year. We're getting the Larry OB. You're not sniffing the Larry OB. So chill hold out. Hold on, hold on. Did you see Obi Toppin's between the like his East Bay? That oh, was sick. Dunk? Obi no. Toppin's yeah. nice. He's actually good yeah. all of a sudden. And well, yeah. here I'll hate on the Knicks again. The Knicks fans were very quick to hate on Obi Toppin last year. They were like he's a bust already. So <laughs> Owen raises That's his okay, hands. Owen. I'm not hating on you. I'm hating on Knicks fans. <laughs> okay, so Knicks okay. fans, yeah. And my second loser here is uh I guess Phil and I watched this. Um, I don't know if you guys, the rest of you did, but uh, Drake. Because uh, they had that uh, Free Larry Hoover. Free Demand Dem. Free Demand free Dem, Dem concert <laughs> for raising awareness, whatever. And it was a pretty sick show. 50% of it was. Because Kanye performed. He killed. Had these really cool boots on. You know those classic big boots you'd wear in like grade four to elementary school? Yeah, he I wouldn't was, say really cool boots. But. Yeah. Well, they're not really cool. You know, your parents kind of make you wear them. But um, he was wearing those performance was pretty sick drake comes on and i fell asleep you know it's funny on uh 
I think it was on Saturday, the day after Katie saw a guy walking around with like a kid with the boots. And she goes, I love when boots go up to kids' knees. And I go, you should have watched the concert yeah. last night because you would have loved the show. <laughs> he good. had him up to his uh, up to his groin. He was going out. <laughs> the worst part is Kanye came back in after Drake finished and he performed like another six or seven songs. And I like no one got to listen to them because we all probably left. No, nah, dude, Drake had to be trolling, bro. You, you're <laughs> not going up after Kanye did his discography and playing way too sexy, dude. Listen, I love yeah. my guy, but come on. That was a troll, dude. You, you it had That was to a be. troll. Way too sexy. He's also singing more. Most of the songs everyone thought were disses towards Kanye. Well, that's so we didn't skip those. Well, that's Alex. That's all his songs the last three years. Just well, fair, okay, fair yeah. enough. Wouldn't have hated a passion fruit. How about that? Just wouldn't have hated Ooh. passion fruit. But uh, but he's out here playing Trophies. Marvin's Room. No, he should have played Marvin's Room. Nah, that would have. I would have brought know. the he house played down. Something lit, man. Like that. Those Wait, songs were play? horrible. What did he play? He his only played album. CLB. He only, he only is, played CLB. And, and it's sad oh, because he's trying to promote his album so freaking hard. It's like, dude. Not the time guy. Like well, play, like Kanye's it, not really promoting play some much. headlines. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have minded a CLB song, yeah. but like bring something from the past, you know. Well, you and saying you saying he's trying best... to promote his album when it's the highest selling album of all time is a hot take. Highest selling album of all time, CLB. Yeah, not in my books. Um, <laughs> so, that sounds like and, that and doesn't sound like a real stat. I'm that pretty like sure it's true. Bag. It's at least the that most sounds streamed. like fake. Of all for time, sure, yeah. Of it's Michael Jackson fake. and everybody, like, yeah. There's I don't, no way. There's it's no. The way. It's probably streamed. most streamed. It's probably most streamed. It's most streamed. Nobody's nobody's buying. And the CLB. best, yeah. And, yeah. and the best, and the best Drake song that night was sung by Kanye. Okay. Which one? Yeah. You're done. You're getting cut off. Best, which one? Which one? <laughs> I forgot which one it was. He, he, but uh, it was uh, Drake played 24 with his singing. No, but which song did Ye sing? Oh, find your love. Find your love. Yeah. Oh, that's the classic. That's a banger, man. That's a banger. I don't know what you guys. That song is buns, dude. The whole beat is static. Dude, that song is. It's so sick. It's literally static. It's so good. It's static. (laughs) Try again on the beat. It is literally static. (laughs) It's so good. Kanye's been trying to submarine Drake since he gave him that beat. He's like, "Here's this beat just for you." And Wait, said, was that a Kanye beat? Yeah, and Jake's like, "Oh, great!" And you, literally, the first second is static, so you know it is what it is. Such a good song! Wow, we've been really uh, around the around the world and back today. Um, <laughs> hot take of the week, yeah. Adam. Do you have any winners or losers? Yet? No, uh, winner Cowboys, loser football. We team. didn't talk about the. Uh, <laughs> we didn't talk about <laughs> about what. <laughs> I thought Alex was going to bring up uh, a notable Steeler player as losers. No, it's hot take. Another loser could be the uh, Raiders doing their yeah. pregame on the But what are these guys laughing about? I don't know. <laughs> it would have been so funny if Adam went, we can lose our Cowboys, we can lose our football team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been good. Uh, I'll say my losers, the Raiders, okay. for doing their pregame meeting yeah. on the logo. Yeah, that was. What dumb. are you doing? Yeah. You know what? I'll go That's for my hot take since Adam kind of already introduced it. Yeah. Phil doesn't really want to talk about it, but it must talk be talked about. about. Um, Chase Claypool. Talk so we all saw what happened. Um, I didn't. He's, you know, big Selly guy. Selly over wins. Fame over wins. Um, not a team player. Gets the first down. Has to Selly. And uh, worst part was he blames it on his teammate as to why they lost actual uh, seconds on the ball. He says, uh, so I got the first down. Did my little celebration. Ref wasn't even there. Thought I'd celebrate a little more. It's like, all right, like you're losing the plot already, boss. Like it's, uh, 
you need every second you can get. And then he says his teammate came over and knocked the ball out of his hands. And that was the reason we lost time on the clock. So that's a very hot take, sir. Uh, I don't care. Like, don't blame your freaking teammate in that possession. He had good intentions. You didn't seem like you had any good intentions. Um, so very hot take. You boys take it on from here. I'll let Phil. I got one quick thing, and then I'll let Phil go. I don't ahead. think Phil. Saw I just it. think. Yeah, I don't think Phil did see it. <laughs> I just think it's kind of like I don't know if he's expecting like if he thinks like on every play the ref like goes they just place the ball like right down where the tackle is made and the ref goes and retrieves it and brings it to the hash. Yeah. Like I, I don't think he understood. Like you can bring the ball to the ref. Like that was such a stupid excuse. <laughs> yeah. Like he's acting like the line judge just runs like whenever there's like like a long throw the line judge just runs out and then runs all the way back to to spot the ball like it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, he's like so, I couldn't yeah. do anything about it. Yeah, it's like, dude, just give the ball to ref. It's like, yeah, I'll let Phil. Phil, I, Phil I, I just quick one. I just think it's lame that he doesn't want to take any blame himself. Oh really. yeah. he's he's just pointing the blame on his teammate, which I think is stupid. I agree. I hate him. That's all I got to say. That guy's an absolute... You know, here's the thing, okay? Here we go, here we go. <laughs> here we go, here it's, we go. Okay, okay. That whole quote, the, o- the only part that really aggravated me was when he said, well, I, I made the first down, and then I did my little first down point. It's like, th- th- stop right there. You're done. Right there, right there. That's all, the, that's all we need to hear. You did the little first down point. You, there's no... Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. You, no, you got you're me. right. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, my hot take of the week also pertains to this. My hot take of the week also pertains to this. Um, it was in Yahoo discussions. So, I mean, granted, that is a hot take city. That is an yep. absolute war zone in there. And uh, this guy had to say, he came to Chase Claypool's defense. Mm. He had to say, quote, y'all complaining about 10 seconds being wasted because of a celebration or whack. Claypool had critical catches down the stretch. Him costing his team 10 seconds doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things when they had 36 yards and zero points in the first half. Mm. He was the main reason why they even got back in the game. True. He deserved a nice 10-second celebration. little treat. Take more. Take 20 yeah. for that catch. Yeah, why that wasn't was really the game nice when catch. you get fantasy points? I agree. Just know I'm never talking about this again after, after this. So if you want to ask me any questions about it, uh, go ahead. Just know I was so mad that I tweeted for the first time in probably two years. Yeah, I that. saw the rare Phil tweet with his own writing on my timeline. It was sick. It was crazy. I uh, also Phil. I I, I uh, was talking with Phil about it, and he said it's a cuttable offense. So mm-hmm. look for Claypool on your waiver wire. I guess not in fantasy, but for all the NFL GMs listening, look for him on your waiver wire. Get ready. Honestly, I don't in think fantasy, that's. Tomlin in, in Tom- fantasy, if you take your team seriously, you don't want players like that. To be honest, yeah, you want good if, locker if room guys. If you take yourself seriously, yeah. get rid of that guy. I I no, I, I, I mocked believe... it, but it's not that bad of a take. <laughs> I do believe it's it's a cuttable offense. I know how talented he is, but like I said in that tweet, this guy's had chances, and it's not like he was a hothead in the first quarter, and Tomlin told him to chill out and benched him for the second and third quarter, and then lo and behold. He gets his head hot again after three catches in the fourth quarter. He's unable to tame himself. He has no calm. Yo, Owen, I think you should go. Okay. <laughs> My uh, take this week comes from Twitter. Um, and we already mentioned Huntley had a pretty good game. And so a lot of people are asking, you know, is Huntley the guy moving forward? Did you stick with Lamar? Like, what do you do? Right? As one might ask. And so a couple of our friends here on Twitter chimed in. And uh, this guy said, how would you feel seeing Tyler finish up the season? Lamar seems mentally checked out right now. 
so clearly, you know, he's a little bit checked out. Maybe you say, you know what, little Claypool situation. Not to <laughs> not to go back in time, but you say, hey, sit this. Not not two quarters. Like sit the rest of the season out, get your mind right, <laughs> and then Huntley will ride with you. So that's like a really I I I you know I thought that was great. And then this guy comes back and he says, I agree with other comments that Lamar is more quote unquote in a funk than checked out. But I'm really starting to wonder how they how they're currently comparing in practice. I really don't consider myself a Lamar hater, but there's way less separating him and Huntley than most would like to think. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, hey, you know what? Huntley and Lamar are basically the same player. So maybe, you know, if they're the, if they are pretty close, I would say I would agree. I would say rest Lamar, let Huntley finish it off, and then next year you can maybe move Lamar or figure out what you want to do moving forward. Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. The part that guy got right is most people would like to think that there is separation between Lamar and Huntley. He got that right. He did. Most people do think that. Yeah, yeah. he got that. More uh, sports psychologists uh, than I thought out there. Just, yeah. you know, diagnosing people is mentally checked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, long show today. That'll do. Um, I'm giving it a 10. Uh, you guys got me riled up again with the Claypool stuff. So I'm, uh, you could see the soul leave my body the second it got brought up. So yeah. if you were, uh, you know, wondering what happened, yeah, that's what happened to me. But any uh, parting words here before we pack her up? What you think, Adam? That was the funniest show we've had in a while. I don't know what it is about when Alex starts laughing. That just makes me start <laughs> laughing, but it works. So that's a 10 out of 10 for me. Good. I'm glad I, I make Adam laugh, that's, even if it's at the expense of Phil sometimes. But yeah. sorry, bud. You or do what you can. Owen's F1 talk. <laughs> or Owen's F1 talk. That was a banger. We're keeping that whole yeah. thing in. Owen's F1 so, talk is returning next week, too. 100%. I just we need... got a lot of fans. A lot of fans. We they're, do. they're asking for it. Lot, yeah. A lot of support. Yeah. We gain a lot of credibility that way. So yes, I, we're expanding. I, I checked in with our F1 expert, Connor, and he uh, he said, great job. Yeah. Yeah. Two thumbs up. He had no criticism. He actually gave us a really good Google review. <laughs> he did, yeah. Everybody, Let's he go. said, march on more F1 talk. That's yes. what he said. Um, For the fans at home, two Thursday night games left. So enjoy them while you can. Saturday. Two, and there's a couple Saturdays this week. Yeah. So but, that's exciting. Yeah. Thursdays, two more. Thursdays out, Saturdays in. Yeah. Weekend loser, Thursday, Thursday Sat- weekend winner, Saturday. Saturday's the new Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Any parting words, on? No, I just like uh, Adam's winners and losers. I might start doing that. Like, just winner and just repeat, like, the score. Like Yeah. Yeah. Winner, uh, like, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, loser, Bills. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the, the, hard, the hardest winner today? The yeah. Buccaneers won really hard, and the yeah. Bills lost really hard. Yeah, yeah. Or like a winner, Titans, big loser. Yeah, Jags. Yeah, yeah. hard loser. Yeah. yeah, Jags. Six out of ten win for the Titans. Ten out of ten lose for the uh, for the Jags. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something like that. Maybe that's a new uh, strategy we can try to uh, develop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was good. Oh, and we might not see you next uh, show in person, but the one after. The one after for sure. We'll see about the one in person. I've got to, f- or like on Wednesday, I got to figure some stuff out. But for sure, next next week. Owen's like, list is episode, questionable. Yeah, yeah. I'm if it was Dan Campbell coaching us, he'd only be playing questionable, and <laughs> yeah. just means playing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll be back on uh, Wednesday night, maybe with Owen, maybe without. You'll hear us on Thursday morning. So uh, you know, enjoy the start to your week here. Happy holidays. I'm so mad we talked about Claypool. All right, bye. I'm so happy. (laughs) Enjoy your week.